Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. It's been Stream so long. You betrayed me. It has been so no, long I, since we podcasted that we completely thing. forgot how to podcast. I swear to God, I did the thing. Hello, and welcome to another episode here at Nerd Herder. Hi there. Where we promise we're professionals. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. We do not. Uh, we promise nothing of the sort. We promise, we make no promises, actually. And so whatever happens, happens. Um, and we're sorry. Uh, not sorry. <laughs> I've never been sorry a day in my life. We are coming to you from the Bat Cave, uh, apparently. Um, it's it's a little dark, but uh, this is a more comfy setup. And so here we are. Let me see if I can't get a little, a little more lit. Let's get lit. Let's get lit. Oh, that's better. You could tell. Uh, I have two eyes. They're beautiful eyes. Um, and and you can see the cat. You can see the laser eyes that I have, as yes. always. Uh, like a YouTube thumbnail come to life. I got hot opinions. So, uh, yes, we are back. Um, we took a little bit of a hiatus um, to get life under control. And I say we as in me more than anything. But um, uh, unfortunately, me getting my uh, baggage together means us both taking a break from podcasting um, and whatnot. We appreciate everybody who's been patient, who's checked in, who has supported us in that time away, um, and the uh, resilient few who have um, been eagerly awaiting our return. Brennan. Um, yes. And Brennan. Ideally, yes. And Not ideally, but uh, yes. Uh, Hi, Brennan. Much, much of the cause has been carried by the broad shoulders of Brennan. The very um, strong broad shoulders. Yes, the the broad trivia shoulders. Um, <laughs> Got them trivia shoulders. But no, it's 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 felt good. Um, so like, so the obvious, not the obvious, the 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 thing we danced around basically was like life just was chaotic. Yes, it was, and a lot all at once. A lot of changes happening very quickly, one after another. And something in a um, hyper-focus, shout out to uh, Jerry and Scotty, Jerry. the Bombad Boys. Um, check them out if you haven't. Um, one, of the, one of their many shows, I don't know how they manage to do so much, but they do. But um, one of the many shows they have. Um, I'm not saying it's mad. <laughs> it's chaotic energy uh, is what it is. But um, uh, hyper-focus attempts to... Uh, focus that chaotic energy um, with a, a lovely guest. Um, Jerry always has amazing guests, amazing questions, and just a great time. And uh, one of their, one of the last ones I remember checking out. I don't know if it was one of the last ones, but mm -hmm. this past season he had. Um, oh my gosh, he um, had he had Goose, he had M, he had Chase. Chase. It was Chase. <laughs> My brain is broken, y'all. How could you forget Chase? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's one of those, you ever think so hard about not forgetting something that that 
that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that you're going to forget it. I am holding a rainbow fan in my hand <laughs> and you forgot Chase. <laughs> Come on. Oh, the asthma is happening. The asthma. Shawnee Bean. Shawnee baby. Shawnee! Sean is in the room, guys. Um, is Sean with us here today? Right. Uh, Sean or Yawn, um, <laughs> please come forward. Uh, that's a joke just for us. But anyway. It is. Um, yes, Chase, uh, sweet baby Chase. Um, they were talking a lot uh, just about everything, <clears throat> but um, the topic of content creation came up. And, you know, Chase talked about how they don't force it. And yeah. they they try never to force it. And I am paraphrasing AF. Um, so yeah, go back know. and watch the episode. It is fantastic. Check I'm it out. Not saying that I show up on it. <laughs> Check it out for not my interpretation of it. But what I took from that was, um, don't be afraid to when you're not feeling it, not do it. And um, I, that was what I needed uh, was to not do it. Um, mm -hmm. As much as I, I love pickle friends and weird space friends. Um, I think it's no surprise that Star Wars Twitter and the fandom is exhausting. Good and, Lord, has it been lately? Yeah, uh, <laughs> in every fandom too. I, 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 I love to latch myself on to the hitch of problematic fandoms. And so uh, whether it's Dragon Ball, Transformers, Star Wars, Gundam, or Bionicle, if you can believe it, um, it's just hard to keep up with some days and uh that on top of the uh craziness of life i just could not deal i could not even and so uh a break was uh very good because i think we and this isn't the I, there's no plan there's no plan. no there is absolutely no plan. double check the title it's star wars and chill we're going to talk about star wars we, but we are chilling we're going to talk star wars and other things and yeah oh yeah we'll talk about a lot of stuff yeah. i do want to highlight uh sean's comment there sorry if you have not checked out yeah. bogus cantina you are on my list absolutely and you, that is not a list that you want to be on Sir it, or ma'am or friend. It, anyone's return Captain. should be uh, warranting uh, news coverage. It uh, should be Shawnee's. It's Sean and, and Bogus Cantina. Um, and, and yeah, it was just about like the sentiment of it. Like we, we've talked about on the show before and, uh, you know, and off mic. Like, yeah, we don't want to do anything that sucks and we don't want to do it because we don't like it. Yeah. We don't want to do it just to do it. Um, that's why our content is so freaking chaotic and so all over the place. That's why we have a series where we talk about Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah, like it, we, we've, we you know, 2022, we really leaned into this works. We like this. This is what we're doing. Enjoy it or right. not. You can't get a refund because you, this didn't, is it. you didn't pay. Well, some of um, you paid, but like. Brian. Uh, one of the many Brians of our lives. Brian. Um, Brian's, Michael's, and... Chris, Chris's definitely uh, like we, we collect so many of them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Scotty's too. too. Oh yeah. That's Scotty true. And Scotty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, that gets confusing. Cause they are on two different spectrums. They can fight for the death for all of my <laughs> affection, honestly. Um, so yeah, I guess the whole point being, um, if you're wondering, uh, I am okay now <laughs> is, <laughs> is my point. <laughs> a little O or a big O? Uh, that's a pretty big O. 
Uh, <laughs> it's a bigger yes. O more days than it's not. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, it was literally just one of those things. Like I had to get in order. I put it on social media, so it's not yeah. like I hide it. It's, it. Girl, get yourself together. Just very honestly back on meds, um, connected to therapy and good habits, got a new job. All kinds of things have yeah. changed in the last two months to where uh, who I was when we were like, yeah time out, need a break, is not who I am now. Yeah. To be fair, Brian, your mom also said that I was number one. So <laughs> do with that what you will. Your mom. Mom. Uh, yes. And uh, yes. And and Brennan, seriously, it means so much. All the, all the messages throughout and yeah. everything. And, and yours was one of the episodes, like, I think the next episode out. And it was just like, yeah. man, this, this, this wasn't going to happen it, because too, like when we hang out with our friends, especially, I don't want to waste people's time. No, I don't want to sure. be a bad time. Um, and, and I felt yeah. like a bad time. And also to, uh, execute the one joke that I have, how did a 12 year old get in here? <laughs> right. This I thought we age plus. restricted this. How dare you? Right. Oh yeah. And, and, um, and, and speaking of crowd control, I don't know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we nerd herders now on Facebook. Yeah, you know, for the boomers out there. What's up? Um, really, it's for Boop's mom, mother, mother Boop. Um, uh, mother, What's up, Junior? Mother Boop sounds like an interesting nun. I would. That sounds like one of the nuns from the Ghost. Uh... Fun story. <laughs> so at the community center I work at, we recently had a showing of oh Sister my gosh! No, 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 no. Um, Sound of Music. Nuns. I had to do the whole light show for it and everything yes, like did. that. And um, during show times, it was so chaotic. And so I'm running around. And it, it, it's one of those things where, like, when you're a hyper-focused, haha, um, like, oh, and by the way, check out um, That Gay Jedi Chase as yes, well. Please. Like, we talked about Scotty and Jerry, but, like, also their guest was amazing. They deserve um, so much love. Check them out. Also... Uh, we've had Eli's comment up here for a millennia. It's fine. Uh, check fine. them out. Check out Brennan. Um, also, you know what? Check out Brian. Check, check out Brian. Check out Sean. Look, check out all these people hey. have, that have nothing better to do. Check out you. <laughs> yeah, uh, me. So, um, yeah, I was just like on a mission to get something. I don't remember what, but I had to turn a corner real fast. And all of a sudden, there's just these nuns like lounging about and everything and my brain broke for a second because like <laughs> working with the lights i've only worked with the sound crew none of the actors you've never seen the sound of music i haven't and you, you would think this. that would be the time you would think that would be the I time know. but no i was i was surprised to find the lounging nuns in my community <laughs> center <laughs> lounging nuns. um and so it was one of those moments just like whoa does god believe in place <laughs> like i was like are you allowed to be here <laughs> so it's yes. like what he does um, or she does they do yeah you know it's, it was just a weird moment that broke my brain where it's just like oh not real nuns um and i you know i should have known because they're all played by like high schoolers so none of them should be nuns <laughs> you'd be surprised uh, it's start, a it's start young it's a prep school so it's yeah true. um anyway Anyways, None of this has to do with Star Wars. So in, in thinking um, of what was going to be the return, um, the episode right before our break was supposed to be about Dooku with mm -hmm. the lovely uh, Jared, the dark Jedi. 
um, of Nerd Academy podcast fame. And so um, it was like, okay, do we try and do that one and just not like work our way up to it or acknowledge the just continue as mm -hmm. uh, you know regularly scheduled? Do we go to the next thing, which like I mentioned was an episode with Brennan? And then I was just like, let's just hang out and chat because a lot of Star Wars can happen in two months. And Very true. And it did. And it did. And it did. A lot of stuff can happen in two months. And so, um, and so, yeah. So that being the the Bloody. theme of the fact that we even make your priority list and then warms my cold black heart. Um, it's mm. just all the coffee, all the iced coffee. That's true. <laughs> um, so this is our second Star Wars and Chill episode. The last one we did did have guests. We had um, the boys from Broaxium. It was a lot of fun. Um, who was it? Was was it Dan? No, Dan. I don't even think Dan showed up. I think that was no, the one. Yeah, where, that was the one where he just like, like knocked out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. got back to us the next day and just like whoops. And now he has a baby. Uh, right, that man is in charge of another life. I know. Congratulations, with Daniel. his giant hands. Right, uh, right. Never the, gonna drop all that the again. better to hold the baby with. He is the BFG of fathers. Um, and much like that episode, the the whole intent was just to hang out and and chit chat. We always, um, kind of put up guardrails with a topic or or a game or a theme. Yeah. Um, and then just you know kind of shoot the breeze anyway, mm -hmm. and so. Star Wars is the guiding light um, um, of of this conversation and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully you're into that. Speaking of Star Wars, should I get the hyperfixation out at the top of the episode so that we don't have to mention it? You mean Dracula? Yes, I'm talking about Dracula. Uh, yes, okay. sure. Because you're so excited. I, want, I yeah. Look, okay. So, about a week ago, we went to see Renfield. Fantastic movie. It was an incredible viewing experience. I have never gone into a movie <laughs> and had every single one of my expectations met like that. Like it was ah, completely a satisfying. A lot of fun. Um, so Nicholas Cage is Dracula. I, I don't know who's keeping track. Brian, um, if you can get on that, J Dub has enjoyed two Nicolas Cages now. Yeah, that's true. I, I think we surmised that I enjoyed Face Off. You, <laughs> like, I came to enjoy it. You've enjoyed three. The Rock. Well, well, yes. So, I mean, a, a running tally for, for okay. the show. But yes, spoiler alert, I love The Rock. And yes. that's what's next. And I'm so excited. I'm going to sit through The Rock again. <laughs> I love that movie so much. That was my first Nicolas Cage movie. Um, it's got Tony Todd in I, it. And if you can believe it, I watched it because of Sean Connery. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, I, I had no idea who this guy was. I was like, like John Cusack. Who? What is this round-faced man doing in my action movie? Um, I watched it for Michael Bean. I watched it for Tony Todd. I watched it for Ed Harris. Like, I mean, this is such a good cast, man. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's just star-studded. So much fun. Uh, Michael Bay. He does get some things right. He gets some things like, right you, every so often, as long as not a lot of women are involved. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Brian gets a gold star. Sub juice. Juice? The juice caboose. Yes, we in are the live in the cantina. Um, can I make Can I make us tiny? I can't no. without showing something. I'm just pressing buttons. You're just pressing so many buttons. Do, that nope. is for no reason. Literally nothing works. Okay. okay. 
anyway. But, but yes, yeah. uh, Eli, so, Eli, my sweet lad, can you recognize this cantina from just the border on the screen? Oh, I'll be yeah. waiting for your answer. Um, but yeah, okay. So we went to see Renfield. <laughs> yes. Fantastic movie. Loved it so much. 10 out of 10. Nicholas Cage's Dracula. Mm. So can I have a quick caveat to that? Sure. Go for it. I, I loved all of it because yeah. I, I think they really used a lot of what makes his acting yes. not work sometimes and managed to put it in a character that worked. What are you about to say? I still liked the couple of glimpses of him in place of Bella Lugosi more. Like I, I yes, I love. I understand what you mean. I love this roller coaster. Yes, but those glimpses teased me with something I really want now, which is a serious Nicolas Cage Dracula yes. movie. If they do a sequel, I'm hoping that that's what we get. I want like a full series of this universe, like Renfield meets the that's Wolfman. Like I want that. I would love that. But like, um, I was going somewhere. Yes. Okay. So we go to see Renfield literally the next day. No, it was a couple days after May 4th. Yeah, whatever. You know what? It, on May 4th. At some point. At some point is the start of the oh, internet's yeah, yeah. favorite read along. May 3rd. May 3rd. That's was, right. That's what we, we discussed. Because you thought it was May 4th, but it turned it was out May to be 3rd. May 3rd. Dracula Day. Uh, the first uh, dated entry in Jonathan Harker's diary which makes up the book Dracula. Dracula Daily. It is an online uh, re read along of the book Dracula going by the dates in the book Dracula. And you it, you can still sign up. It's an ongoing <laughs> thing. It's a newsletter you get in your email every day or every dated uh, entry day. Or you can just follow Boop's Twitter. Yes. <laughs> at Boopenheim U. I haven't updated today. Dang it. No. Or there's you, much of today left. You can also, there's a podcast on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, called Re Dracula that is going along with the Dracula Daily schedule. This has set off my lifelong hyper focus on Dracula. Mm. <laughs> and it is a problem. If you are in the same room as me for more than five minutes at this point, I'm going to bring up Dracula because everything's a Dracula. Everything connects back every, to Dracula. Paprika? Even oh the Bible, God. apparently. Even the Bible. Oh, my gosh. We also watched Dracula 2000, <laughs> which is Yes, we did. I actually really enjoyed it until the end. And you did I, like the That's twist? much more than I can expect. No. And I won't spoil it because I want people to experience that. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. And, like, honestly, like, go in... Like it's very, it's very two thousands. It's very millennial. Oh, for sure. Um, it's but Wes Craven too. It's it's really good. It's really good. Um, it's got Gerard Butler like in his prime. So I, you know, to round this back, to, to round this Dracula conversation back to Star Wars. Yeah. So I don't know, but I want to know now, and I need to ask Alden Diaz to set this up because I want to talk to Ryan Johnson. Yeah, about Dracula. I want to know if he's a fan of Dracula 2000 because you can't tell me that Kylo Ren doesn't kind of look like Dracula Butler and wait, the whole like force connection. Wait thing. a second. I am seeing the connection that I, you are making right, right now. Right, right. Everything I, is Dracula. Right. 
everything is Dracula. That's technically his granddaughter. I'm like, come on, come on. Everything is Dracula. I'm telling you right now. Oh, oh, it that is on my list. That's the mm. that's the one from. It's so good. Um, yeah, same dude. Hush boy. Hush boy. Um, <laughs> Bla- Blair Manor hush boy. boy. Bly Manor. Yes. Hush boy. Yeah. He did hush, right? No. No. What? That's Blumhouse, but it's not Hush. I thought he wrote Hush. Maybe he did. Mike Flanagan. Because, yeah, Mike Flanagan. He wrote Hush because Midnight Mass is the story she's writing in Hush. Wait a That's the universe in a again. universe thing. Well, vamp. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Castlevania uh, series. You are right. Shown. He did write Hush. He derote. He derote. He derote. He directed Hush. Yeah. Dang, son. Yeah, I knew that. That's a good movie. There you go. So yes. Anyway, watch Dracula two thousand, then watch The Last Jedi, and tell show show your notes. Show it. I since my brother Justin is in the chat, do you remember Mom showing us the original Bela Lugosi Dracula? on Turner Classic Movies, because I, I remember it. I, I, Wolfman's I, got no arts. I support Brian's comment here that my favorite Universal Horror Movie monsters show up in Monster Squad. It's just one of those things. It's such a love letter. It's such a love letter that it's one of those. I, I would rather, like, 90 minutes of just pure fun and nostalgia in Monster Squad For sure. than... The occasional banger of Universal slash Hammer Horror, if that makes sense. You're telling me the Satanic Rites of Dracula <laughs> isn't like the best movie I've ever seen. Right, Dracula's daughter, Dracula, son of Dracula, all of the yes, Blackula. No. Right, like okay, Blackula's. It is actually a good movie, right. though. Like um, it, it is an exploitation movie that was written by a black man and directed by a black man. That is one of the greatest like exploitation movies ever made. Because it was made with such like reverence to the character, it go watch it, go watch Blackula, absolutely if you can find it. If it, you, it, mm, it's it's one of those a movies. There's steel book. I'm pretty sure there's an Arrow steel book. I'm sure book. it's out there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's written off as just a campy exploitation movie. But I, there's so much more behind that. It's a, I, yeah, it's it's actually really good. It, it's comparable to Universal Horror. Yeah, if you can get past the eyebrows. So. Um, Watch Monster Squad. Please. It's great. It's on Amazon. Uh, three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You can rent it for three ninety nine. I you highly. Also, I, I know that because I looked into it very recently. You know <laughs> what? You can also rent for three ninety nine. Dra- any of the Dracula any movies. Any of the Dracula right. movies. Yeah. Uh, Amazon actually has quite the monster movie repertoire on there. They also yeah. have a lot of kaiju movies too. For, for my men in rubber suit uh, fans out there. <laughs> Be careful what you search. <laughs> right. Men in right. rubber suits on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Careful. We're live on, on the Facebook. internet these days. Um, so Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's what we're here to talk about. Well, I mean, you know, you, you've been really enjoying the Dracula train. I, I, I have been full speed ahead on the Dracula train. This has no brakes. I have enjoyed uh, supporting this hyperfixation. It's true. You let me talk about it all the time. And um, the, you have the patience of a Dracula saint. <laughs> yeah, well, patience of Dracula, because, I mean, he's lived a long time. It's true. Like, you are the bride of boop. I, yeah, I am. I'll get a white streak in my hair and everything. Yes. Um, I'll go all rogue. Um, yeah. So, uh, yes, Star Wars. So, uh, act, all yes, right, fine. There are. <laughs> I, now I have to talk yeah. about it. So, yeah, 
So there's quite a few different um, scary Star Wars stories. I highly recommend Death Troopers. <laughs> Ooh, if the audiobook. Uh, the, the, the audio book, uh, the audio book for sure. Bubbles. Um, <laughs> you'll know when you know. Yeah. Um, but there's a really great series by Kevin Scott. They do it every year. It's tales from Vader's it's been Vader's castle, castle from Jabba's palace. Um, there's mm-hmm. been actually a couple renditions with Vader's castle. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it's the first or the second one, but they go very universal. It's they the have, one. they have a werewolf, um, uh, comic. So each comic is its own spooky yeah. story. It's presented very, not goosebumps, but what's the, are you afraid of the dark? Yes. That is very campfire hit story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a werewolf one. There's a uh, Frankenstein's monster one. And there's and a, a reanimator one. one. And there's a reanimator one. There's so many great horror references yeah. in there. And there's so, green goo and everything. Um, And I mean, technically, if you look into the old Republic, like Darth Nihilus is literally a force vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for her. Yeah. The, um, oh, what did they, the Lord of Hunger. The mm. Lord of Hunger is what he's called. That's cool as heck. I guess, I guess Eli could also just. Ugh. <laughs> trivia, trivia boy. Trivia boy strikes again. So um, I do recommend the Tales from Vader's Castle yeah. and other Kevin Scott horror series. Uh, there's one about the Gorax, which I love because mm-hmm. it recanonized one of my favorite things about the Ewok movies. So there you go. Which I still haven't watched. Because uh, we're, we're, we're watching the Hobbit movies this year and we can't yeah. do a Christmas special. Well, we will because now, now <laughs> I get to have Christmas. It's great. I can't wait. I'm so freaking excited about this. Um, Ju- Justin will understand. Yes. Justin will understand. Um, uh, yes, I did, sir. Um and it's called the lore because that game is. I need um, to get back into Kotor. I some, did not make it very far. Kotor to me is what Breath of the Wild is to me. Um, really, you hate <laughs> it that much? It, it well, the gameplay. Like I okay. just, I didn't have a good time with that one. Um, I like Knights of the Old Republic, um, and I thought I would go into the rest of the series, enjoying it and the downloadable content. But I just haven't had the same fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I haven't revisited it in several years, but yeah, because it's on the computer and you're allergic to PC gaming. I am. I am. You are so allergic to it. Tears of the Kingdom, speaking of Breath of the Wild, is coming out soon. So I will be unavailable for a very long time once that happens. Um, so before we talk about anything celebration related, if we uh, even mentally remember to get there. Um, just running down the list of Star Wars things that have happened this year, obviously, um, semi-chronologically, and, and that I mean what I'm thinking of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Batch season oh. two happened. Um, I mm. And that was interesting. That was um, very different uh, than I expected, I know. Oh, for sure. They killed, they killed, they killed him. They killed him. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert. They killed Echo. <laughs> um, yes. Not again. Echo. No, I'm sorry. Tech. I get them I confused. For, I thought you were making a joke. I get them. No, I get them confused. Techo. Yes. <laughs> that's their ship name. <laughs> it is now. Although. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's no. that's very Alabama. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I. And it's the worst because it's just like 
So before Echo came along, Tech's whole thing was that he's good with technology. Echo is literally technology now. It's true. It's like you stole my gig. There can there's <laughs> only one there's only room for one tech boy in this Bad Batch family. And now there is one. I'm the tech boy. I'm the one who techs. <laughs> I'm the one who maps. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um Yeah, how did how how are you looking forward to Bad Batch and how did you feel about what we got? I'm looking forward to in season three um, when it is revealed that Tech is actually aboard a freighter train um, from smugglers uh, because they obviously, you know, swooped down after he fell and found him and, you know, left behind his goggles because there's <laughs> he's not going to need those anytime soon. Right. Um, because he's not dead. We didn't see a body. He's not dead. Um, so that boo on you, Dave Filoni. Um, but I... I don't know. I was happy with all of the characterization we got in season two. I think there were a lot of really nice and sweet moments with Omega um, and Wrecker specifically, like just makes up for everything uh, that happened at the end of season one. Um, and yeah, I, I have no clue where we're going with season three. So it's going to be very interesting uh, to pick up with um, our, our boys and our girl on, I guess, a prison planet run by the Empire. Uh, we'll see. There might be a mind flayer in there somewhere. No, right. he's not, Eli. Shut up. <laughs> you you forget who you're talking to, uh, Eli. Boop's favorite character is literally Darth Maul. <laughs> Unkillable. <Yeah. laughs> he's too angry to die. Uh, yes, uh, Brennan, that that would be inappropriate. No, um, it's like the people who ship Waxer and Boyle. It's just they're twin brothers. Yeah, they're at some point, it's like, gross. it's one of those things. They say not to kink shame, but some people are into some weird stuff. Um, I will sh I will shame. I will <laughs> yes. shame. There is a line where you are openly shamed. Um, yeah, like, season one was really interesting because, you know, when it was announced, obviously, there was a lot of speculation on where it could go and everything, and it kind of dealt with the majority of what I expected them to deal with very early on. And then it was a lot of just side quests. Yeah. Um, I love a side quest with ultimately, you know, um, usurping rampart kind of being the overarching thing. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait till he's laying face down in a puddle of his own piss. Right. Well, I, I, I guarantee he's, he probably is. Cause they, I, you know, that's the way I, McPoyles go. I, they make him out to be the big thing. And then season two deals with him pretty swiftly. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like season two um, similarly blew out my expectations because um, it, it very quickly dealt with the obvious threads yeah. and then started down the path of other ones. Mm -hmm. uh, new and interesting things that were like keeping me enthralled mm -hmm. and um, uh, keeping me, you know, uh, eager for the next week, um, you know, really drawing out the experience and then ending in a completely unforeseen way. Yeah. Um, With a not dead tech. Ha having the gall and the balls <laughs> to the ball galls, the galls. Uh, the, to kill off one of them. I mean, you know, supposedly, right, allegedly. I, right. <laughs> I, I admire even the attempt because, mm -hmm. you know, especially with the ragtag clone group that they are, 
it, it they still felt so untouchable. Mm-hmm. And I think that for season one was why at parts I had trouble getting into it because it's just, it felt like no matter what, they're going to be okay. Yeah. For um, sure. And I think season two shook that up um, yeah. with, I mean, with tech. Yeah. And then having Sid be the one to turn them over to the empire and Dan being right. Dang. Who could have expected? You never would have thought, but yes. He can hold a thought with those large hands of his. <laughs> Dan was right about something. Um, I see. So I don't think that I, I, that's the thing, right? So he's already died once. If they were going to do it. So before this, if you rewind before this season, if you had to guess <laughs> who they would put the target on, who would have you, who would have you, who would you have picked? Words are hard. Literally crosshair. He has a target on his face. <laughs> Uh, see, yeah. like I, I definitely could have seen either Wrecker or Crosshair because mm-hmm. both I could see, I could see, uh, you know, the traditional, um, thing of, oh, redemption and die, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Crosshair. Um, but I could also see, you know, Wrecker doing an all out, like, you know, go, I'll hold him off, you know, last I stand. Like that. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, like any of it, but. It's a um, show for children. I definitely would have never thought, uh, like, I, I never would have thought tech. Oh, um, and I know they wouldn't go for Echo again. A Mikey boy. Michael. Um, yeah, I know. F in the chat for Michael's tummy aches. Right, F in the chat. Yeah, I would have. Um, Echo and Hunter are definitely untouchable. Oh, for sure. They are the boys. Right. They are up there with Rex and Cody now, which we haven't seen Cody again. So I don't know where he is at. Um, I'm going to say that he's in a cave on Tatooine. That's a good point. Snuggling. I feel, I don't know, man, because Brian has a point that, like, why wouldn't he be with the Rebels? Why wouldn't he be with Rex? Because Star Wars is big. And I don't like to think about that, Brian. So shut but up. But I feel, I feel like after what happened, like yeah, we, I mean, and him even splitting off, you know, like emotionally, yeah. I was not prepared for. Um, you know, I was, I was with Omega in that point of just like, oh my god, why? Yeah. Um, but I feel like after this, I, I like, I, I feel like he, along with Hunter mm-hmm. uh, and Wrecker, are in retirement mode, like. That's it. Like just this on is, the island time. Yeah, like all the time. We're done. Like you know, we we can't lose anybody else. Who could have guessed that Gregor was going to show up? It's not me, right? Uh, slowly descending into the madness we find I, him in. I'm um, serious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like his chip is going bad or something, and it's like causing a reaction. That man has been hit in the head so many times right but yeah, something's got to explain it i love gregor and rebels and yeah. everything but that I, is a very different man <laughs> i'm just imagining in my mind just echo or rex putting him in a headlock and just right just causing enough <laughs> brain damage to get him to be that point right um so yeah i mean i'm i'm really excited but yeah i definitely have no idea where we're going i didn't expect uh, I, you know, I figured it was going to end with a uh, face off with crosshair for sure. Like you said it, what face off? <laughs> yes. Um, crosshair and them didn't cross paths the entire time. 
that is so crazy to me. And I didn't expect them to turn me on crosshair again. Like it's one of those things where yeah. it's just like, oh man, they made the cool guy, the bad guy. Made it. And then they made me love it. Um, and it's just like, whoa, Crosshair's cool. He's bad, but he's cool. Exactly. Just shooting a man in the back or in the chest. And then no hesitation. This season turned me around again. Yep. It's just like, oh, dang, he's good. And he's still cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, and all, along the way, seeing the Empire slowly take over, mm -hmm. obviously. We got the concept troopers in there and everything. The governors oh. are getting in place. Like, all stuff. Krennic shows up. All kinds of great threads. There's something that I love about the storytelling that we're getting being firmly planted in the beginnings of the Empire as well as the ending and the fallout of that. Like, I really enjoyed that with the Mandalorian. Like, there's there's still threads. Like, you can see where the First Order is coming from. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, I, it's one of those things I definitely sometimes contend with but just try to have too much fun to care about, like, where everybody is at once because i feel like we could break our brains about ahsoka we could break our brains about sabine and bo katan and other mandal like there's so many things happening across the galaxy at once we could linger on well why isn't every i mean you know it's like the problem with like oh why isn't captain america always in the iron man movies and everything like that it's just like because he's got other stuff to do yeah he's got laundry it, like, he's got to do his taxes sometimes it overlaps and other times it's it's it it's in its own space and everything and so mm -hmm. it's one of those things that doesn't really break the timeline or canon or anything but um it, it would be nice to get some open-ended thing where it's just mm -hmm. like oh yeah i guess that works you mm -hmm. know where it's not not too specific why they're not there but like enough where it's like okay yeah i know eli you put those words back in your mouth <laughs> just Take them off the screen and just hum again. Right. Just stop it. I really want them to retire. I want the, them I mean, if season three is going to be the end, I want it to definitely be a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Mando season three has set me up to expect that. Um, which, yeah, that's the other thing that... Uh, that's the other big thing um, currently that has happened with uh, Star Wars media, The Mandalorian. Uh, I would say a controversial season of The Mandalorian if you care about stuff, which yeah. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I I am one. Sorry to take it back uh, again. I am one. I, I really want Omega and Boba mm -hmm. uh, at some point to cross paths. Um, I'd love it if um, Daniel Logan came back again for season three. Something, anything. Something. Like, I would really enjoy that uh but i feel like it has to actually be later i feel like current boba um daimyo of uh um moss eisley i want to see more of that i feel like he would be a family man now mm -hmm. maybe not too much like when the events of bad batch are happening i think yeah. this is when he's at his angstiest yeah so anyway um yes uh i i I, I mean, it, it's almost the joke of, you know, oh, new Star Wars trailer drop, not controversial. Like, it, and and that's the stuff I don't, mm -hmm. I try not to pay attention to yeah. anymore because it's just life sucking. The, because mm -hmm. er, 
the people that are upset about this stuff are going to stay upset. Yeah, for sure. Um, they can die crying if, for all I care. Yeah, it, like, it's just, and, and I think that's what I got tired of. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like, I appreciate people out there who take their podiums and take that responsibility well and represent the good side of the fandom mm -hmm. who shut down bigots and idiots uh, and gatekeepers who make known what is welcome and unwelcome in the fandom. Um, but we can't all do that. Yeah, we can't all do that. And I think there's this misconception amongst fans that we're all expected to do that. And um, like, I like Star Wars because I like Star Wars. I don't like Star Wars because I like defending Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like anything I like because yeah. I like defending it. Like, you know, it, I, I, I made peace with the fact that I like very unlikable Transformers properties a long time ago. Home Slice, my favorite actor is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you know, and you it's just like, sometimes. are you going to spend time enjoying that thing mm -hmm. that anybody or, or, or everybody hates or are you going to constantly fight until someone else agrees with you and everything? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's such an uphill battle. Um, and in yeah. a day and age where the internet and social media is already such a mentally taxing thing to give yourself a job you don't get paid enough for like that, uh, like defending Star Wars is yeah. just, I think trapping ourselves in our own version of yeah. hell and don't hear what we're not saying like there is a time and a place to call out bigots there is a time and a place to call out transphobes and terrible people those people should be kept accountable absolutely and they should face consequences for their actions but at the same time like you don't need to go after everybody because they're talking bad about a property that you like and i don't think that it's everybody's responsibility to kind of patrol the star wars fandom when in reality it's a time where you can just block and move on like i that has been the nerd herder policy for a good while is just like sometimes you just gotta mute the sucker and move on with your life and that is the best revenge is them screaming into the void mm -hmm. because you are not giving them an ounce of the energy that you have mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean like it, it's just one of those things and it doesn't have to become necessarily a soapbox but no, for sure um the 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 point being is like let's we we definitely didn't want to and i would encourage anyone else out there to not forget the point yeah uh, and, and the, the point for us is to have fun to enjoy star wars that like you know, um, it's not one of those things. My team's better. It, it you know, yeah. All like just, just enjoy, just have fun. Fight for what you love. Um, enjoy what you what you like, and let people be wrong quietly. Right, and there's people that don't like certain things for fairly legitimate personal reasons. Yeah. Like there's people that didn't like um, Mando season three, and were not butts about it. It just wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't their thing. And that's perfectly valid. We're not talking about you. If the shoe fits, though, um, for 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 me, for us, I think both it really worked. Um, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, was, for sure. It was really it was a really good season. 
Um, as soon as they name dropped IG-11, not even name dropped, just showed him on screen, right. I was fully invested in the rest of the season. It did not take but like five minutes for me. For sure. Um, and I, that was something like episode one or chapter whatever uh, was crazy because it did the thing I was talking about with like Bad Batch where I'm expecting these season long threads and no <laughs> in the first one um, they deal with it. We get to we we we, yeah. we get to Mandalore. We you know like it just it's uh-huh. it it had such a quick pace to catch up with and to start new things. Um, so season three was, and and I, I don't think I'm the only one that felt this way because obviously season two ended pretty dramatically. Oh, for sure. Season three was a fresh market, like mm-hmm. blank slate. And, and even with the book of Boba Fett reintroducing Grogu. So what, what do we, what now? Like, yeah. you know, like, I would have been okay if this was just the gallivanting adventures of Din and Grogu. Uh, uh, but, you know, it turned out to be so much bigger and so much more. Um, but yeah, getting teases of what would eventually be IG-11's return. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> in such a fantastic yes. Yes. way. Yes. Um, I, I, you know, it really set the pace for things where it's just like, oh, I have no idea where we're going Mm -hmm. and that's great. Um, Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun from beginning to end with that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun listening to my friends scream at each other about who the spies were. (laughs) So I will say that was not my most favorite thing. I feel like, I feel like there were a couple of times during the season, they tried to be like really cloak and dagger and all it did was start silly arguments. Yeah, there were some really silly arguments. Um, and, and so it's just like, so, so part part of some things that didn't work for people, and I'm not trying to, and, and I'm not going to speak for anyone, and I'm not going to say no. that they're wrong for their for feelings, sure. um, because because in a lot of ways I do understand the point of view against the children of the watch and everything, and. Mm-hmm. Some of the portrayal of them this season rubbed some people the wrong way because, um, you know, we were so harsh on them season two and Book of Boba Fett. And then this season seemingly would ask us to forgive a lot of that and Mm -hmm. reshape our view of them. And so and a lot of people just didn't change with that perspective. You know, they were still, you know, the um, dangerous and rigid cult that they'd been portrayed to be. Um, and, and part of that was the way some of the episodes set it up where you're like, I don't quite trust them. I don't quite mm-hmm. think this is going to work out. I think they're sending Din to Mandalore for a trap, all these things where it's like, what's going to happen. And the speculation ended up turning on us where it, none of it panned out. Like it wasn't a trap that they sent him there. Yeah. It wasn't a trap that they teamed up with Bo. Yeah. Axe Woves didn't end up being a terrible person. Yeah. It, I, I felt like. And again, I'm not speaking for it. I felt like what I was seeing amongst a lot of people, though, was the misunderstanding of um, suspense mm-hmm. and um, like seeing our worst fears in the unknown, mm-hmm. like this character turning this way or that, way, you know, because 
because of what I think of them, I expect them to do this. And, it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we were just conditioned to expect the worst and none of it happened. Mm -hmm. Like even so far as the people like, oh, Grogu's got the the Beskar plate now. He's going to get shot. Like, yeah. look, like looking for these worst case yeah. scenarios. And it's like. We have been conditioned <laughs> by media to Chekhov's Beskar. Let's call it that. Right. Like, I mean, it. I understand it as a trope-heavy property. That's relatable. We have been conditioned to, you know, expect tropes to happen. And, you know, when a lot of those things didn't happen, some people got a little bit upset. Check out this episode yes. uh, in a galaxy coming out soon. Um, or out. I can't tell if you're saying new episode on the coming Friday or this past Friday. Episode Either way. You should be subscribed to In a Galaxy anyway. Yeah. Um, every time you do, uh, a child goes to college. And it's not life. not like eventually. Like we we take a seven year old and put them in college, Harvard specifically. Yes. We left a three year old in Berkeley <laughs> last month. This, this coming, coming Friday. Friday. Thank okay. you, Eli. Um, but yes, because See, he knows how calendars work. I, I didn't necessarily, although I don't mind talking about um, the discourse and all this other stuff because we are going to talk about. The Bad Batch season two and The Mandalorian, yeah. and we're gonna give these shows their due here soon. But um, this is kind of just a general thoughts and catch up, and and I guess in a way, I I, I think getting getting out ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. My my biggest thing is I, I you know it's like The Last Jedi in a way. I mm -hmm. freaking love it yeah. so much. I hate the discourse around it. Like, even amongst people I agree with with The Last Jedi. Yeah. Y'all got to calm down. Y'all y'all got to calm down. It is not necessarily... It's amazing storytelling. It's great cinematography. Stop pitting it against other things and yeah. stop making it the gold standard and all this other stuff. Kind of like what Brennan talked about, I believe, um, earlier. Yes. Um, what what's happened with Andor. Absolutely. A great example where something cool happened. Oh and then we look at, and we take that and bash other things with it. Um, yeah. You know, it's just like, just uh, back to our previous conversation, just enjoy it. Just, just like it. If in. you like it, stop weaponizing it. Like I, I, uh, I made a comment on commenting, commenting on, I, I comment on the, on the post on the Twitter. <laughs> yes. Then Herzog here. I'm here to tell you the, the litter box. Um, th somebody shared something. Uh, it was letterbox. What was the last uh, movie that you gave five stars? Renfield, by the way, <laughs> obviously. Yes. And somebody quote tweeted it saying, I've never given a film five stars on letterbox because no film is perfect. <laughs> And it really made me think, like, why do you like movies? Right. I don't think you do. Yeah. If you're thinking that hard about it, like, no. I, no, I, Eli, <laughs> you're not. If you can't do it right, you're not going to do it. Right. Well, it, I'm taking it away. So, uh, obviously not Eli's sentiment, but rep obviously. representing the troll crowd, for sure, because it's the same cry of, like, we should be allowed to complain. <laughs> it's just like... Sure, but don't attack wait, people who you, do like the, the property. The way you like Star Wars is complaining about Star Wars? I don't think you like Star Wars, homie. <laughs> right. Like, when do you find time to enjoy Star yeah. Wars, my friend? Like, you know, it's just one of those things where... Um, and, I, I, you know, and I know uh, Brennan's here and, yeah. and, and is a religious guy and everything. And um, I'm sure he knows and understands there's folks out there 
that love to get together and hate certain people groups. Oh, yeah. And there, there's people that think that that's everyone in that institution. Yeah. And, and it's not for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's such an, a loud majority that they become the standard or, or we trick ourselves yeah. into thinking they're the standard. We trick ourselves into thinking that complaining and comparing this is better than this. It like I heard uh, uh, one of our kids doing that, and and you know I, I asked him. I was like, "Can you, can you, can you say something you like about this without comparing it to something?" Yeah. You know, and it's just like, do we like the comparison or do we like the thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's kind of it's kind of the intent. It's kind of where you're coming from, like, it's one thing to be like, I love the Mandalorian. Um, I think it'd be cool if they do maybe more space battles like they did in Andor. Yeah. That's a great comparison. That's a great way of saying, Hey, this thing did a thing. I wish this thing would do. It's a completely different thing of just like, God, the graphics in the Mandalorian suck. They just did. Andor. we know what they're capable of. Like, come on, Disney. We're seeing the same things being used across platforms or across shows. It's the same stuff. That's like, you just don't like the show that it's in. This is a great foundation for a thought of just like you, if you try to compare anything by Michelangelo to Picasso, you're going to love one and hate the other. Nice. And you're going to be like, oh, this is art. And surely this is art. And they're both art. Yeah. They're just different. And, and so, and I'm not directing that comment at you, Brennan, obviously, Um, just bouncing off of your wonderful thought. Um, yeah. but I, yeah, I too, I too like the art of the Ninja Turtle, Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen somebody that vandalized a Michelangelo statue? Um, which one? I don't, I don't know, but they made it, they, they decorated it in TMNT stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. It okay, was, I can was... excuse that. <laughs> I am not a fan of people vandalizing art. Like the people who, um, threw soup at, uh, the sunflowers painting in the name of climate change, which really didn't do anything. That pissed me off, even though, you know, it's it's in a protective cover now. Speaking of... And it can be easily cleaned. But at the same time, that's acidic. It can damage the paint. Sorry. Right. Speaking of people that misrepresent a, a cause and there a, are other a group. Ways. Like, climate, climate issues are serious, and we do need to get yes. the attention of our government and our local leaders. And, but you uh, do not have to vandalize art oh that has gosh, nothing please. to do with climate change. Right. Like what I, are you Andy Warhol? There's other ways to hit their wallets, folks. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anyway, um, that makes me sad. No respect for art these days. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, yes. Um I was quite disappointed we didn't actually get the Mythosaur like fully revealed or anything, but I guess that works better than using it. I don't think they fully had the assets yet. <laughs> Come I, on, Disney. <laughs> Like, I I understand why they didn't do it. Like, that's a big reveal, and they had other stuff going on. I, I think it's, I mean, it, it's always there. I want, I think that's enough. Yeah, like for sure. Because, again, I it's almost like the Darksaber thing where it has no power, but we have to have it, but it has no power. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that it's gone. And stop fan theorizing that Hugh, Hugh Yang is going to fix it. Like, I don't yeah. want the, I don't want it fixed. It's problematic. It's very problematic. She's the Duchess of Mandalore now. Um, and so it's it's like um, she should lead because she should lead. Exactly. Not because, because she has the dark she saber. She has the best wig. Um, 
she and her wife, uh, the armorer, exactly should should lead. She walks both ways, right? See, hey. I, well, I mean, I'm I'm Clack. of the Calrissian philosophy for sure that everyone in gay? space, why be anything? Like, why not? I, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but it's like it's just it's too in space there's too many gay. options to for it to make sense to not. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan that Star Wars is pansexual in general, but I I I, I really new merch just dropped <laughs> for the Pride Month collection. Star Wars is pansexual. <laughs> so, but I also get the conversations of representation and whatnot. That, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, bisexual people want to be represented specifically as bisexual. Yeah. Gay people want to be specifically represented as gay people, and lesbians want to be specifically lesbians. I absolutely like. Mm-hmm. There's definitely people that would choose a, a certain uh, queer path there, and and non-binary and gender queer and all of that. Like, there's people that will choose a specific path, but it's just one of those things where, like, I'm a big fan that. Yeah. And the reason I like pansexuality is anything's kind of possible with that. Yeah. And because I feel like in in that rainbow of pansexuality are all those other things, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. For sure. I don't know. I'm it's not. It's options. not. It's nothing not, but options. Yeah. It's not LGBT uh, erasure. I promise. No, it's just sure. one of those things where it's just like. If, yeah, it's you 2023. Know, if it if it's um, Caloran Beck this week, if it's a Rodian next week, if it's a it's guy next week, week, you know, like. Every you know, week. you do you, okay? And do um, somebody else. No. <laughs> so. Um, Hello, mom. Right. I We haven't seen any comments from Facebook, so no, we'll see we'll after the fact if this actually worked. But anyway, um, I guess my point with that is like, so as, as I just made the case for pansexuality in Star Wars, I think Bo is absolutely lesbian. Probably. Like, I know there's a lot of, chemistry between din and Bo. here's the thing it's super i don't think that i don't think din knows how to be romantic he is ace i that is my headcanon for din jaren so jared has a very similar thing where Mm -hmm. i I don't know if he he if he thinks they're ace um but uh or if he thinks they're celibate but he it's everything we've seen so far is it's could be demi who knows it's very much a that's not really a part of our our culture and personality yeah. which again does upset some of the cult crowd but you know they they adopt for their children like yeah their children are all foundlings it's to the point that i wanted the reveal i wanted it to happen and maybe it could still happen in my fan theory mm-hmm. um i wanted the reveal like maybe the armor is the only original mandalorian maybe they're all like the reveal like you know somebody's mm-hmm. like oh what well he's a foundling he's not really a Mandalorian. like yeah Guys, you're all foundlings. I hate to break it to you, but you were all orphans brought together by other foundlings, brought together by the last remnants of the Mandalorian. You know, something where it's just like, hey, level the playing field. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all more alike than we realize. Um, and so in that, there's not really the romantic play. It's just the kind of communal thing of just like we do life together. There's not really romance because it's almost kind of familial and everything like that mm-hmm. um you know i don't know I where you're coming from yeah uh but that said din is definitely not celibate and him and cobb vanth are absolutely a couple 
I'm just saying that back to tank. I keep making is big enough. For <laughs> big enough to, I keep making cases for things and then immediately usurping them. For sure. Like Star Wars is pansexual, but Bo is a lesbian. Oh, the 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 children of the watch are celibate, but Din gets it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. They smooch. So, but anyway. Um and and that's that's the thing. And like it, it really is a matter of it's whatever yeah. you want it to be. Like that that's what's so great about Star Wars. And that's why representation always fits but also matters, is mm -hmm. because if you can be anything you want, that's exactly the kind of message you want to pass on to people. Um and, and you want that to carry through yeah. everything. Uh if you can be anything you want to be, surely somewhere out there someone wants to be like some man wants to be with another man. And it's fine because it's just what you want to be, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, I just... Yeah, I understand that. The more meaningful sentiment, I think, of the whole, like, you know, in, in space, why be straight? Like, is, you know, in That's... space, why be normal? Why... why? Look at me. We're making a t-shirt. <laughs> right? We're making it. This is... Get on we need to right now. We need to make a new, uh, new merch. We haven't in a while. I am not wearing our last year's Pride Month That's, uh, special. That said, if you if you want to know what merch we have made, you can check out our Tee Public. It's um, in the the links below or in our bio. Um, some neat stuff there. Plenty of more ideas in the thought train that we just haven't gotten to. Sure. But um, anyway, um, that would be a pretty great Pride collection. Just different flags in space. YB Street. I right? like that. <laughs> there you go. Um, so back to Eli's question, because oh, I know, yeah. he, I know Sorry. he asked, well, cause we, we got off on a lot of tangents there. Mm -hmm. Um, I could go back to Dracula if we need to. I, I love that, Brennan. I just want to be me. Yeah. Just, um, uh, a wonderful drag queen, um, uh, recently released a song. Um, Mama Rose, uh, released a song, um, uh, this is me. And I, I absolutely fell in love with it because it's just kind of like what we've been talking about. It's like, you be you, I'll be me. Like, mm -hmm. even if we're different, it, we're, we're uniquely us and beautifully us. And yeah. no matter what that looks like, we're all amazing um, because we're all alive. And, and it's, you know, really some people would call it reductive, but it's one of those things where it's just like, why be nice to people? Why uh, support these people or help these people? Because they're alive, because they are people. Mm -hmm. Like the thing that unites us all is we're alive and we all deserve life and love. Exactly. Um, no matter who we are. And there are people who find like, I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Euphoria in like expression of, What's the word I'm looking for? Identity. Like, and those people are completely valid. Like, it is up to the person what you want to express yourself as, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The best part of season three. <laughs> the best part of season three. I think I know where you're going with this, sir. And we're going to talk about Keller and Beck. Br Brennan, Brennan, Hi, Brennan. Her, heard our lack of Facebook comments and said, hold my beer. <laughs> Oh, hello there, buddy. Um, oh, my gosh. That's actually a really hard question, Eli. Um, I, because there's so yeah. much in that. It's really, it, 
Keller and Beck is definitely up there. That is the moment that reduced me to tears. Oh, in yeah. The entirety of the season. It was a layered thing, too. Yeah. It's like this this moment has been coming for so many years, and it is 100% deserved by Ahmed Best. He deserves to get to stand in the sun and be the hero for a minute. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and, and I love it that it canonized him, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's lots of folks that have uh, loved um, the Jedi Challenge series. And, we and did. it's been canon in our hearts, but this was the acknowledgement, like, Kelleran Beck is real, and he mm-hmm. saved Grogu. Um, Out of all of the characters that it could have been, of course it was Kelleran Beck. Like, he was... He, he worked with the younglings. <laughs> right. And, and that just, oh my gosh, that's just so befitting to such a sweet person like Ahmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the outpouring of support and appreciation that he got for that. Oh, for um, sure. I think everyone that's involved with Mando is amazing mm-hmm. uh, currently. Um, and uh, so I think they all are very deserving of love and attention and everything like that. But it was a special sidebar. It was a special, hey, we need to talk about uh, how awesome this person is and how sorry the fandom is mm-hmm. for what they've done or what 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 he's had to go what through. Was done, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Keller and Beck, that whole episode, The Foundling, that one was really interesting. Um it it's tough. Yeah, I, that was probably my my favorite like Star Wars moment of Mando season three. Mm-hmm. Because what I love about Mando is it doesn't get caught up too much on those kinds of traditional moments, those mm-hmm. mythical moments. We don't see much Jedi and all that other stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's not that it doesn't feel like Star Wars because that's what it's Star somebody Wars. would hear. It's, it's gonna. It's just Star Wars in a different language. Exactly. (laughs) This this is Star Wars with a southern drawl. Exactly. It's just space waste. And so that was the most Star Wars-y thing. My Mm -hmm. favorite, like, this show is amazing and done amazing things Mm -hmm. probably has to be the last episode. Oh, for sure. That dogfight was incredible. Oh, my gosh. Mandos versus Mandos in the sky. Um not only that, but and I mean, and people talk about where's the Andor budget for Mando? Like it's there, it's right there. It's Golly. in the birds between um, all of the ships, between the scale of um, having Gideon's old cruiser um, used to destroy the facility, mm-hmm. Gideon's armor, like Gideon. oh, so so much in that. Um, you know, Gideon the, and Gideon and Gideon, right? And Gideon. But and actually playing on the theme of um you know mandalorians are stronger together din didn't just save the day bo didn't save the day grogu didn't save the day they saved it together Mm -hmm. and like i love that because sometimes we're like hey teamwork and then goku saves the day and it's like no actually teamwork this time Mm -hmm. Um, they defeated him with the power of friendship and technically axe wolves too because he he piloted the ship (laughs) yeah and so um but my favorite thing that was just great mm-hmm. um, 
is probably the Lizzo episode. Oh my god. <laughs> the the it droid bar. So good. All, I, I, that just had everything that that was such a good episode. It was excellent. It was the most side questy side quest they could have done, but it was perfect. Oh yeah. I love side quests. Don't get me wrong. I've played Skyrim about a hundred times. <laughs> Well, and and I, you know, that's the thing is, it's like, I think that's what makes it probably my favorite overall is because it's like, yeah, there's the story at hand, but this episode just had so much in the package to enjoy. Mm-hmm. It had meaningful moments between Din and Bo. I think had Christopher Lloyd. Um, had badass moments between um, Bo fighting Axe. Uh, it had ridiculousness. They chased in uh, a freaking B two battle droid. Mm-hmm. First time we've really well that one flashback in season one but like yeah like din kicked a droid a few times. <laughs> right he visited boston dynamics apparently I and like <laughs> i was I that saw doesn't that piece... doesn't help the idea that they hate robots no at boston not dynamics. they do hate robots just be nice to them they're gonna cause the singularity for it, pizza right um but i saw a piece of fan art that i i think i shared it on twitter or tumblr or somewhere of a B2 just like cuddled up like why did he kick me? <laughs> why did he kick me? Right, like goodness gracious. That was so mean. Dude. They were so repro like really <laughs> messed with his PTSD and I everything, know. man. He do his Beatles. It was really good and obviously a star-studded cast. I mean, mm-hmm. my gosh. Um out of all of the celebrities to show up in Star Wars, Lizzo and Jack Black <laughs> in the same episode. Right. Also, can we talk about, like, if someone is showing up that is a big celebrity cameo in Star Wars or any other show, hey, let people enjoy that organically, please. Like, I was spoiled the day of, not even on Twitter, like, on TikTok. Someone was filming their TV, and Lizzo showed up, and I was like, oh, Awesome. I would have loved to see that, you know? Right. I would have screamed and freaked out this just season, the same. This season was really bad about that. Yeah. It seems like with every passing season of Star Wars media, yeah. uh, every new show, it gets awful. worse and worse. Where, like, literally minute by minute is the next thing. Like, you know, when Ahsoka comes out, it's just like, oh, if you're not there watching it, you know? Yeah. And some people are like, don't get on the internet. It's not even, some it's not even online. Yeah. Like, it even even in person like um i had to shut down something recently with the mandalorian because somebody came into work and was just like oh did you see and i'm like wait (laughs) you don't ask like did you see the new episode um by saying hey did you see lizzo showed up like no Uh, no i didn't actually Mm -hmm. you know uh and it wasn't it wasn't that it was another episode but my my point being it's like it's everywhere like and that's great but it's also like again yeah, because these freaking things come out at three a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I am of that crowd that cries Disney to listen and do it at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna do week to week, do it at a reasonable hour. Um, and like, I don't know. I, I'm sure somebody will tell me why they do it that way and why it's too hard or whatever. But it's just like. I feel like it would help the discourse so much. Yeah. Um, I'm not advocating for all of it at once. I like the week to week to a point. Um, yeah. It would stop me from getting 5 a.m. texts from Jerry. Right. And it's just like. <laughs> not that I mind. It's just so crazy. It's too much. 
Yeah. If we're going to get it week to week, I'd r rather get it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, something reasonable where we can get off work, have time to get dinner, sit down and enjoy it, not go through the whole day with anxiety of are we going to get and uh, like this year was bad because ba Bad Batch and Mando crossed over. Yeah. So it's like we have to avoid two shows now. We have to avoid two shows. I'm surprised we didn't get spoiled on the Mando episode that released a week early. Thanks to yeah. Celebration. I know. Like, I was, oh my gosh, I was so on edge every day um, because it's just like, is today the day that I, I get a spoiler? Yeah. And the same thing with Visions. Like, I, I was worried that we were going to get, like, some people being buttholes and talking about stuff before it comes out. Like, come on, man. Not everybody has the privilege of being able to do that stuff. Like, I, I, I. Speaking of Visions. Yeah, we started that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like, literally three hours ago. What did you think? Um, I've liked it so far. We've watched the first four, I think. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, much like Vision Season 1, it's just really enjoyable because it's really great when you get new people in the kitchen. Um, oh, for sure. When you get different um, brands and cultures and... Mm -hmm perspectives involved I thought you, you get a lot of new new cool stuff for sure i thought the punk robot short was really really good uh we haven't watched the pit yet but we will um the punk robot short that's the one from chile oh um yeah with the water and the, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh i liked that one a it lot really cool very cozy um i do have a favorite oh really yes what's that it's the Ardman one. I am. Your oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's another cozy one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, with this one, there'd be there's a lot of there's a lot more variety so far that I've seen from season one. Um, season one took a lot of seriousness to it. Yeah, um, it took itself very seriously. And I, I think it paid off. Mm -hmm. But I like that this one is getting weird. We got, you know, the Wallace yeah. and Grummet creators, for goodness sake. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get weirder than that. Cooker showed up. Um. That said, I really like the Sith. I really like oh. the poetic and serious ones. I, you just reminded me. I need to show you that short film that I told you about, but didn't actually show you. Um, do yourself a favor. Uh, in the sixties, seventies, I don't remember when it was done, but there was a collaborate collaboration collaboration between Salvador Dali and Disney. They made a short film that was aspects of his art uh, mixed with the animation of Disney. And it is one of the most beautiful pieces of media I have ever seen. Do yourself a favor. It's on YouTube. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> but if you just look Salvador up, Dali Disney. Exactly. And like it is gorgeous. I love it so much. I'm going to show you that after this live stream. Very cool. Um, and yeah, we'll probably. Uh, so I mentioned, yes, we're going to do one of our all together chunk episodes on bad yes. batch and uh, one for Mando. And if you guys would be interested, we'll do one on visions as well. For sure. Last year or maybe late the year before we did one and we basically kind of ranked them from um, well, not ranked because boop don't rank. Right. It was more of in order of, excitement and enjoyment which order mm -hmm. are you watching them yeah what are you really excited to talk about the most yeah and so it's very much like 
my favorite one and the one I would put on any day. So like for me, yeah. it's the duel uh, from, for se- sure. from season one. They came out the gate running right. with that one. Um, and so it, it, it was kind of that approach. Um, and it would be the same for this where it's just like, um, instead of going chronologically necessarily, um, or maybe chronologically, who knows if you no. want us to talk about vision, time is real. Um, but we'll probably talk about it anyway. Probably. Um, but, uh, also that said, um, our calendar's full of interesting things because and interesting um, people, again, we're trying to just enjoy ourselves. Um, we, we are just kind of talking about what we like talking about, taking it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, take it easy and not, not really letting this become something we do, uh, out of obligation or, um, out of grand intent. It's just, yeah. just for fun. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna find not out that, how often and how many times I can work Dracula into a conversation. Yes. And, um, Brennan, you are, uh, as you alluded to, you're one of the lovely guests. Um, hoping to get that Dooku centric episode with, um, Jared back on the books here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of stuff. Um, and yeah, we've got, uh, like I teased, a new cage coming soon, um, yeah. all about The Rock. And uh, a reminder that that will come not only with an episode about The Rock, but also for Patreons, a commentary, and eventually everyone else as well. Um, but we started that with Face Off, had a really good time. Um, honestly, I think that helped me like the movie more. Yeah. Kind of talking, because we we do always kind of talk through we talk while watching things yeah but like when you're forced to talk or die with a commentary you know like yeah. it's like you have to say things you can't just be silent for the commentary you for have sure. to commentate it's like okay thinking out loud processing out loud and mm-hmm. all that stuff um you literally hear me throughout the commentary come to the epiphany of this is actually a really good movie. And, I know. In a very John Woo B-movie budget. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that commentary is live and available on Facebook um, uh, for anybody that wants to check that out, as well as um, our backlog, including our episode about yeah. Face Off and many other things. Um, but uh, we've got lots, lots of exciting things coming up and just excited and happy to be back yeah and looking forward to just keeping it cozy and comfy and and having fun uh hopefully that's what you're here for and into because that's put on a blanket that's all we can promise take off your pants keep it cozy right uh as long as the camera is above your waist (laughs) right you don't know what's down here under our desk you don't know what's happening it's a cat cat. (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah that said um Next week, specifically. Are you looking at the calendar? I can pull it up. You can pull it up right here, right now. I can. Um, just Look so I make sure marks. I promise the right thing. Promise? Promise. Promise, promise. Promise, promise. Um, well, would you look at that? We're talking about The Mandalorian. <gasps> would you look at that? So right out the gate, finishing up this conversation, we've kind of started... Uh, but we'll be chatting through the entirety of the season um, and, and just reminiscing and reminding of what we love and why. 
Mm. Um, and then the week after that is the long-awaited and promised uh, rock um, Let's Get KG episode. Rock. And so... A um, reference that is for me and you. Yeah. So much of this <laughs> is really that. So, um, so yeah, that's what you can look forward to um, next month. I know I'm subjecting Boop to Transformers uh, for the show. So help uh, thoughts and prayers, if you please. <laughs> I like the animated. I like all of the animated ones. I love. I love Prime. I like Transformers animated. I like what I've seen of Beast Wars. It is my goal to get you at peace with the majority of these movies. It- Peace was never enough. <laughs> there is no mercy. You sound like the internet. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and so from here on out, gonna gonna be fun. Um, and so uh, if you haven't already, you can obviously subscribe. Uh, whether you are listening to this um, through a pod um, somewhere on Spoofy or Apple or yeah. Amazon or whether or you're a babblefish, or just yeah, inserted into your ear. Um, or whether you're catching it live or on the replay on YouTube, just make sure uh, you subscribe to get more uh, of whatever is coming next. Um, and also, if you you can, we'd love if you share the love. If you like it, let people know. You can either retweet the episode, uh, rate it, like it, any of those things that just let us know that um, you're real and not a figment of our imagination. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Because I've, I've never met Scotty face-to-face. Right. I've never met any of He you. might just be me. It could be that. Like in another body. This is an elaborate matrix scheme. So prove to us you're real by like, commenting, and surviving. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Hopefully, we might do next week's episode mm-hmm. a little bit later than 8 o'clock. It is yes. Mother's Day. Um, and so uh, we've got some celebrating and loving to do on Mamas and then... Uh, we will be back to talk about Mandalorian. I love it on Mamas. The Nerd Herder special. <laughs> we love Mamas. <laughs> Can I get a you fool to bring in the new episode? Oh, why please, you, my darling. You, you ask for these things when I'm so because far from them. Because I just remembered. You fool! <laughs> you so, fool. Yeah, I, yes, I am. And so are you. Who's the more fool? The fool or the fool that watches the fool? Think about that until next week. Don't blame the clown for being a clown. Ask yourself why you keep coming to the circus. Am Wait I a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.